Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 120 of the Xbox Era podcast. I'm Sika Mechanico, and as usual, I'm joined by the wonderful Special Nick. What's going on? I, I, I admire the uh, attempt at, you know, mixing that up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of, I feel like you didn't commit. You're no, like, just putting a different spin. Do my is my mic sounding okay? Because last week I sounded like like I was whispering, and the week before I was blowing speakers out. Yeah, so blame the producer. Speaking of the producer, Jesse's here. Hi, Jesse. He's waving, but oh, did he did he appear? Oh, he's got a button. Oh, I love him when he's he's good at what he does, isn't he? Ah, oh, oh. it's been a week. It has. <laughs> uh, it has. I, that's one of the best memes. Uh, of I know. The last it's so I good. actually purchased a meme today. I bought my yeah. first ever meme. What, As an NFT? Meme. No. <laughs> a lot of people assume that that's what I was talking about. Uh, I was with my kids and uh, they they saw this green hoodie and it's basically mm. the Homer Simpson melting into the hedge. But it's the it's the colour oh, hoodie, yeah, so yeah. you've just got yeah, the yeah. head outlines in stitching. That's I was cool. like, I'm buying it. So that's I've cool. It. It's a winter hoodie on the go. But um yeah, I was quite pleased with that. It made me laugh. Um how you been? You been yeah, good? Not too bad. I've been good. Hmm. Um Playing been, things? been very I've been very into the footy lately because Collingwood just keeps on winning. They've won eleven in a row. They beat the reigning premier on Friday night. Um, good old Collingwood's in Japan at the moment, I think, so he wouldn't have been there for it. But Sadistic Magician might have been there. Are they big in Japan? Um, hey. Hey. Um, but yeah, been okay. Good. Been you been okay. playing video games at all or just football? I've been playing the usual games. Uh, nothing new this week, but I did have some experience with Turbo Golf Racing crashing on me. Um, so yeah, I went to I went to keep playing it because it went because it went live on Game Pass. I thought, okay, now I can play against other people and record some footage of the proper game and blah 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 to start putting together a review in progress and all that sort of stuff. And the game just kept crashing at the splash screens, and it would. I tried six times in a row, so I've had to yeah. uninstall it. I'm reinstalling it to hopefully have that work, which means I've just been playing the usual Rocket League and Fortnite. Um, but because we haven't had a movie tangent in a while, Ooh, I we? did watch, I did watch Prey last oh, night, yeah. the, the Predator prequel. Yeah. It's on my list. Man, probably going. To see that it. is, that is such a good movie. Like, I can't believe that didn't get a theatrical release. Like it, like it's only an hour and a half too. It's good. It's, short and sweet. It's a very short, sharp, punchy, straight to the point. No stuffing around. It's just, ah oh man, it's good. Like uh, the the poster for, for any of you now. John hasn't seen it, but for any of you that have seen it, and feel free to say it in the chat. The poster for this movie, where you've got the the girl with the bow and arrow, like she's looking around hunting, and the predator standing like right behind her. That that poster perfectly encapsulates the movie it's like they turned the movie into a still image and gave you everything about the movie the vibe the just everything about the movie in this one still image it's just i really want to see it oh it's perfection it's so good like 
I almost I almost wanted to say it's better than the original. Almost. But the only thing that stops me saying that is the fact that the original movie is held down by the fact that it has to explain what's going on. This Prey doesn't. Prey has yeah. the advantage of coming after like 37 Predator movies where we already know what's going on. So it had that advantage where it could just be super simple, straight to the point. We know where the Predator came from. We know all that sort of stuff. We know what it does. It hunts. It likes to hunt. And this, we know all the rules already going into this movie. So it's not burdened by those rules Good. and having to explain them. So that's the only advantage I give the original over it. And the original's an amazing movie, as you The original's know. awesome. And oh. uh, it's, got, it's got some great, great quotable lines in it as well. Ah, oh. Dylan. Come on now. Come on. Dylan. Dylan, son of a bitch. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh. so good. Nah, Prey is amazing. Watch Prey. Cool. It's on the list. I, I uh, so got good. to see Minions Rise of Gru. Yeah, I saw that too. It was eh. okay. Eh. It was okay. Eh. Yeah. You can tell why the kids love it. Yeah. Lots of ridiculous slapstick. But Slapstick, um, yes. Yeah, where, my kids were, were amused. Yes. Where, to me, the Despicable Me movies were better. Like, Des- Despicable Me 3 was very good. That was very good. With that two eight. was better than three. I nah, I loved three. With that 80s kid that never grew up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Played by was... Trey Parker. From yeah. South Park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trey, Trey Parker or Matt Stone? Trey Parker. One of those. One of those. Not the one with the afro and the glasses? The blonde. I don't, I don't know what they do. Trey Parker. Like. I, just, I just know them from their work. Um, yeah. I've been I've been having a bit of a, a Friends rewatch because it's great background noise <laughs> whilst I'm playing it video is. games. It's the playing, best background noise. I've been playing more video games this last week than I have in absolutely ages. It's understandable. understandable. Yeah, <laughs> up, up until very silly o'clock doing things. Um, mm. But yeah. Um, hmm, other than that, I haven't played much new in terms of releases. Mm. Um, I can't really, I can't really think of anything that I've dabbled in. Oh uh, no, I finished Escape Academy. That was it. That was it. And I mentioned that last week, so I don't need to wax lyrical about that again. Um, yeah. So yeah. I suppose we can dive into the news, the news of the okay. week. Now I'm looking yeah. at the list here, but um, should we should we should we save talking about all of the Sony comments on the acquisition for a little bit later on? Oh, that'll be later. Here. But there there is one super chat before we get into it uh, from well. Hyven G. Uh, do you think the Zangheili resembles the? Uh, hold on. Why alien name? Yeah, Yorkshire. Y a u t t j a. Georgia, Yorkshire. Uh, along with some degree, the xenomorphs. Your guys take on those two aliens. What's the Yorkshire? I presume the that is the. Uh, is it? Is that the name of the predator? Yeah, Jeez, the I didn't even know that. Um, um, I think the Zankili with the mandible thingies. Yes, is very similar to the predator. But then there's, there must there's, have been. there's aliens with the, the four mandible thingies in, in Star Trek and, and stuff like that, um, both before, I think, before Predator in terms of next Predator's generation. 1987. Predator oh, is 1987. No, it might have been after them. But either way, there have been, I think Predator set the stage. But yeah, mandibles is definitely, 
the elite, the Sankhili are definitely ripping or riffing. But then the whole of Halo is riffing off of 80s movies. It's majoritively yes. based on aliens. You know, you've got Sarge, mm. based on Capone. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you've That's got right. the, the badass pilot of the Halo CE pod goes down, looks almost a spitting image for the pilot yes. in aliens it's you know, and you go invisible like the predator that's why like uh, my group that plays halo we we call that invisibility brill because that's the noise you make <laughs> when you're going it goes brill and you turn yeah. invisible when you just like in the predator it's the same noise so yes it's probably a bit of both alien and predator yeah for sure for sure mm. um hey logitech Makers yes. of keyboards and mice uh, are working on a dedicated cloud, cloud. handheld, not just an Xbox handheld, but a taking care of several services all at once. Yeah, I wonder how that's going to work. Well, I presume. And what it OS it runs? Mm, that's the question. I, I mean, Android probably because it's cheap and it's free. Because mm. if you only need to run everything in a browser, like uh, you know, GeForce yeah. Now and, and XCloud. And you just download Which theoretically an whatever. should make it very cheap because it probably won't have full-on internals. So they can probably put some of that budget into the screen, hopefully. You'd hope so. Good but... Wi-Fi chip. It has to have a good Wi-Fi chip. Like, if there's anything that it needs to have, like, the best of inside, it has to be the Wi-Fi chip. Yeah. Um, yeah, that could be an interesting little device if the price is right. I, I I'm all fine for cloud gaming as an additive, but uh, I've got a I've got a Kishi, I've got a phone, it fits. But I'm mostly, yeah. you know, the one handheld that could you know would be an insta buy would be a you know if they somehow shrunk a Series S down and stuck it into a obviously. No. I mean that would be an instant buy. That would be a yeah. If they could, if they could shrink a Series S down, then yes, that would be incredible. But only if. Totally wearing my uh, Review Crew Xperia T-shirt right now. Loving it. Loving the green. Very on brand. I have Iron Man. Nice. Nice. On purpose. There's a reason for me wearing Iron Man. Oh, interesting. I wonder if we'll find out about that later on. Probably Uh, will. The other other cool piece of news, though, speaking of cloud gaming and all of that stuff, is um, Microsoft finally lifted the lid via an insider program on their family plan plans. Yes. Now, this seems too good to be true. I don't know um, if you read the details on this, but the, the nutshell... Some. It's going live in uh, Colombia and Ireland. Ireland. Um, but what's crazy is if you do the math, it's like five bucks a piece for five people, $25 a month. Like, that's yeah. a steal. That's, that's daylight robbery. That's... And it's, ultimate. For, for, it's not just regular, it's full ultimate for everyone. For, for most, Madness. like for most people, I worked it out. I converted it to Australian dollars and it worked out to be like $35 Australian, which I think is $3 more than the setup I have now. But the setup I have now only covers four people, not five. So I guess that's the mm. trade-off because... So, so my son's console is set up as mine and my daughter's console is set up as my brother's and my yeah. brother and I both have Game Pass Ultimate, 16 bucks a month yeah. each. That's $32 a month for four people to have Ultimate. 
Yeah. Where this uh, would be $35 for five. So, yeah. Do, do you One think of it's the big a case changes. That... Well, the Sorry, the main difference say. is it gives everyone cloud. Because when you're doing it this way now, you you don't get cloud. Oh, yeah, that's true. That you're sharing too. But this that's gets true. cloud for all five people. Do you think this is Microsoft yeah. looking at the numbers, looking at the data behind the scenes and going, hmm, people sure are doing that whole account sharing home Xbox thing a fair bit. Let's just give them a, an mm. avenue to do that legitimately. That and give us more money. Because, mm. you know, yes, at the moment I have my son's uh, console as my home Xbox, right? But yeah, I, I mean, I would naturally get this and, you know, go halves with my younger brother in, in a different household, for mm. example, mm. if we could all be invited into that same because i know that they don't like unlike netflix who insist that you have to live with the person or spotify you have to live with the person that your family sharing with this is kind of like yeah you know as long as you're in the same country no no worries and i'm like yeah okay good because yeah families grow up a little bit and they kind of don't always be in the same house you know it's unlikely that you would have a household with four or five people in it that all require a game pass connection most of them would be younger um mm. so yeah i'm i'm liking this move from microsoft and uh looking forward mm. to seeing it grow um it's good yeah it's definitely a good step forward i'm I'm quite pleased and and that wasn't the only yeah. thing that microsoft kind of lifted the lid on they uh and i think this was a little bit of a sneaky exclusive spotted by you jesse right um microsoft posted an unlisted uh, June GDK development kit update video, mm. and in it they revealed that the Series S uh, is gaining hundreds more, more megabytes of available mm. memory for games. Should help. Yeah, um, I mean it's great to see because I th I already love the Series S, and it just means a little bit more performance. And I'm sure that's yeah. in part due to some developer feedback as well. Going, oh, we're kind of memory constrained by this by this thing. Um, yeah, it'll help the Series S hold back the generation less than it is already. <laughs> As it it'll sounds help. like hotcakes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. It, does, but, a, it I mean, does a few other things. Like there's this there's an API that helps devs manage storage, how the game is storing or something like that. Um, it's because apparently control DLC from within a game instead of having to go back out to the UI. That's very more cool. More easily. So like, oh, right, yes. Um, but yeah, there's all sorts of other stuff. Uh, DLC age restrictions on... Sorry, age restrictions on DLC. Um, the Xbox Manager Remote Control View has HDR support. That I don't know. No idea. I mean, I that was, that was, if you're yeah, remoting yeah. in to your, so first, obviously this is for developers. So if they're remoting in, they can work in HDR because obviously they're programming games in HDR and stuff like that. But um, oh, right. okay. when you're using it, it's for, it's um, this version that for, and, and it's also for um, people when they're using their smartphone or their PC app to access their series X or S, they will get HDR through that as well. Cause a lot of smartphones are HDR capable now. But you'll also right, you'll right, get the right. benefit. You'll get the right colors. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. I like Interesting. it. I like all these wonderful things happening in in life. Um, yeah, Microsoft not not resting on their laurels. As and I don't know about you, but it just feels like there's a little bit of there's been a very quiet period the last sort of 
four or five weeks, right? It's been very, I mean, three of our episodes were basically like, there's nothing happening. Let's all just jump online mm. and chat. Um, and, you know, it's summer. You know, people are outside enjoying the sunny weather. I certainly am. Um, I'm not. No, you know, not for it's you. cold as down here. Summer for everyone else, more or less. Um, but, yeah, so um, the only other interesting news is is kind of, uh, we've got a little bit of Modern Warfare 2 rumor news, right? And this is coming via mm. Mr. Tom Henderson. Uh, is memory it? Serves. I think so. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure I saw him. He, I think he kind of said, hey, I've heard this. I'm checking and he thinks it's a thing. Um, but the Modern Warfare 2 campaign might be an early access on PlayStation. Mm. That would is be this, interesting. Is this like a last clawing at? The, the the golden goose before it goes away. I don't. I just oh, find that odd. That so there's clearly something in like if that's the, if that's the case. Eve, there's clearly something intentional there because my Sony hasn't bothered marketing COD this year. They haven't bothered being associated with COD yet this year. Yet they're still happy to scum those benefits. Yeah, if that makes sense. So you know early access. Uh, campaign i'm sure maps coming earlier modes coming earlier they're probably still doing all that stuff but then they don't want the actual front facing marketing yeah and it's seemingly well i i imagine it's placing them in a bit of a tricky position right because your hardcore gamer knows what's going on in the background what's coming Right, but your your average consumer would be like, "Cool, the new COD, oh, plays best on PlayStation." But if they constantly say like the only, you know, the best place to play COD, and then in a year's time, it's like, mm, you know, mm. like it it feels like a little bit of a weird position to be in. I I, I you know, I I don't envy them. I suppose it's uh, a bit awkward. Um, it is. It's very as evidenced weird. as evidenced by probably the biggest story of the week. Right, which is um, the well, it, what, what, that's a funny thing. It wasn't a story, and it became one. It will exactly. Um, so let's let's dive into this, and indeed, I'm sure the chat will enjoy all the all the hot takes that we're about to spew out of our mouths. Um, but the nutshell was um, a bunch of different government organisations are, are allowed to ask Microsoft a series of questions about the Activision acquisition, and mm-hmm. um, Brazil. Uh, started their review process but it's all available to read online and the government Mm. asked a bunch of questions of a variety of all the uh, big publishers businesses across the gaming sphere right Mm. um so ubisoft ea take two sony nintendo etc 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 and asked them a series of questions and this thread was summarized very nicely by a user on resetera idas called called idas 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 or Idas could be that. I don't know. Um, but yep. there's there's a lot of interesting things here. But the most interesting stuff that just went viral and um, I think clearly shows that there is some concern mm. from the Sony mm. camp. Sony um, having a whinge? They did have a little bit of a whinge, didn't they? They had a bit they, of a they, whinge. They, let's they be don't honest. Seem like they're happy. About they had a whinge. Like let's let's be brutally honest here. They had a whinge, and they revealed. And it's just funny, like. I will say up front, what this shows above all else 
is that these companies, as I've said before, these companies will say what they need to say when they need to say it. Yeah. That's the one rule above all. And I've said that to everyone a hundred million times, like Jim Ryan saying old games. Who would play this? about those things. Now we've got the PlayStation classics as part of PlayStation plus cross play. Why, why won't you think of the children? We're not going to do crossplay. That's dangerous for the kids. Now there's crossplay. Like Nintendo was like, no, the NX isn't a hybrid console. Don't be silly. Then the Switch came along. They're just going to say right. what they need to say. So don't be such don't be such a fool when Sony says things like Game Pass. That thing's dumb. That's not sustainable. Can't have Game Pass. We'll go bankrupt if we did Game Pass. Now they're like, in this little document, they're like, man, I don't know how we're ever going to match Game Pass. How are we going to match Game Pass? Game Pass is a behemoth. <laughs> like, oh. I don't understand. Like, I don't get it, right? Before this came out, I thought, isn't PlayStation Plus the biggest subscription? Once they merged it and created the new playstation yeah. plus doesn't that instantly have more subscribers than game pass how does game pass have 60 to 70 percent of the market well the math doesn't add up to me there that's an interesting thing maybe they're being very honest with their figures and, and not counting people that are just on the lowest tier because it's not really why they're there um oh yeah that's a good point and, you know, and then maybe that's just them being tricky with the i think the 60 to 70 percent was the brazilian market Oh, well, no, oh, was it? 70% of the Brazilian market, um, which is even greater in Brazil, where Game Pass represents approximately 70 yes. 80% of the PC subscription oh. services market. Well, there I you mean, go. I love some of these quotes, and, you know, um, and, and, you know, Idas has put the thread up, so all credit to him for translating it and doing all the hard work. Although, you know, we've seen the, the documents, and I think we put our own thing up as well, but, you know, there's so much interesting stuff here. Like I think, um, where, where is this? Apart from Activision, there are a few developers, publishers capable of producing AAA games such as EA, Take-Two, and Epic Games. These games tend to be long-running franchises with big budgets. Despite all of that, Sony believes that none of those developers, the developers of GTA or FIFA or Fortnite, none of them could stand <laughs> to create a franchise to rival... Reggie face. Call of Duty. <laughs> uh, Reggie which, face. Which stands out as a gaming category on its own. I mean, I loved the, the box art someone did for Modern Warfare 2 where it was just three Yeah, quotes I know. Sony, they had all was, those quotes. <laughs> which was, stands out as a gaming category all of its own. Uh, what was it? Well, I can't remember what the other ones were. But, um, the title I mean, of our podcast this week, Cannot Be Replaced. Cannot Be mm. Replaced. Yeah, it's bonkers. Um there's just so many layers to this though. And you can come at it from so many different angles. Like 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 we said, you've got the you've got the flip-flopping, you've got the goalpost shifting, you've got the, the hypocrisy, you've got all that sort of stuff. But then you've got there's other questions you have to ask. So you know, we had the interview with Brad Smith where apparently Microsoft made it clear. I don't believe they made it clear, but apparently Microsoft made it clear that COD's going to remain multi-platform. And then, of course, you had the usual fanboy trolling on Twitter and stuff. Ho, 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 70 billion for nothing. Ho, 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 ho. But then I think, 
Well, hold on a second. What's Sony so scared of then? If the status quo is going to remain and Sony knows the status quo is going to remain, then why do they care? What's the big deal? Well, Still multiplayer. Is it? Is it? Oh, man. Is I it though? Looking, is it going to remain multiplayer? Is it though? There, there, there's a there's a real like I'm looking forward to that point. You know, like when we had the Bethesda acquisition closed, and suddenly, boom, the Game Pass dump of like you know, mm-hmm. all the Bethesda stuff, and then they did the round table. Now, I don't think they're going to do a round. I don't picture them willingly going on like with a, Bobby a YouTube channel with, with, <laughs> with Bobby the PR guru or hey, Bobby. Um, Come on the couch. But, I wonder if they're going to be or do something similar where they'll, where they'll, you know, they'll lay it out and we'll get that, you know, okay, when it comes to exclusives and then they'll just answer the question because I, the, there is definitely two trains of thoughts. Call of Duty is different because it stands up there in terms of revenue and scope and scale with Minecraft, which is a game that they kept multi-platform. The only difference is Minecraft is a platform in and of itself. Call of Duty is There's a no game sequels. There's gets no updated anything. constantly. Um, That's right. You know, Call of Duty gets sequels every year or every other year, etc., etc. Um, but you know what Call of Duty has? It has its own platform. It does. That'll remain multi-plat. That, and they that, might make another platform, like a zombie one. Yeah. That'll, that'll be multi-plat. But the campaigns... And the, the, the multiplayers attached to those campaigns... But then duck. is that... You know, like think it through though. Is that just confusing the consumer? You can play this bit of Call of Duty, but not this bit. You can play that part, but oh no, 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 this is for us. No, you, but you, uh, I think I think just struggling and going nah is is perhaps a bit wrong. No, I, I think, you, know, yeah. you know what this. It's funny. I was reading Sony's comments, and all I could think of is that it. All, the only image that kept appearing in my head was the schoolyard bully who's been picking on this kid for 10 years, right? He's been picking on him and picking on him and picking on him. And this kid just, this kid just never said anything, right? Just never fought back, never just took it, took it, took it. And then one day this kid that's been bullied for 10 years had enough and called his trillionaire parents. Said, hey, this dude at school's been bullying me. And then the trillionaire parents roll up to the school to do something about it after 10 years. And now that bully's like, Oh, well, that's not fair. Don't don't sue me now. Come yeah. on, that's not fair. There was a, <laughs> there, like, was a clip, there was a viral clip of a bully getting his comeuppance. It was like one yes. of those kind of horrible from Australia. Lang, lang, I thought it was Australian. It was a from lanky Australia. kid kicking on this yep. kind of heavy set massive dude. kid. Yes, right. And the heavy set dude was, and then the heavy set dude just lost it, and he just like picked had him enough. Threw him. Body slammed him. Yeah, I feel like that needs to be updated. That's it. Names. That's that's what's happening um yes that that is pretty much the personification of this situation sony's just been needling away and needling away and you know just reading all the arguments and reading some of the hilarious forum posts this whole situation to me boils down to sony and their hardcore fans are worried that they may and i want to emphasize the word may may not be the dominant market leader anymore. That's it. That's what this all boils down to. So They became on. so accustomed to that market dominance for such a long time. And, and as we all know, 
it's human nature to fear change. I don't know what Jesse's doing on the stream because I'm not watching the stream. I'm sure he's doing something. But as we all know, uh, yeah, human yeah. beings fear change. And so now that things are potentially about to change, they're very unhappy about that. Well, and this is what's so stupid. I get, I get the, the worry. You know, I don't think the, the scenario of Sony going, you know, getting Sagered, which is amusing in and of itself, because Sony—that's that's not going to happen, right? That's not going to happen. And and the reality is that if you love Sony games, and I'm talking purely first party here, if you love the way the platform, if you love the PS5 Dual Sense controller, all the setup of of that ecosystem. It's not going to go anywhere. No. But I think that that, that fan base, and, and probably I'm talking more to the cult. Yes, the toxic, behind, hardcore. You know, the real crazy ones. Fanboys that Sony are so good at cultivating, cultivating. themselves. Yeah. They are, yeah, they're going to lose their, oh, it's my preferred, you know, it's, it's going to be less that Microsoft are going to come out swinging. I mean, they're already what was it the last three quarters in in north america they're the top selling mm, yes console um despite yep. supply constraints despite the fact that they're not releasing any first any games. games no games yet still selling the most consoles how's that work <clears throat> i mean and, and and hold on a second that reminds me i mean sony makes all the best games don't they so what's the problem what's the problem if a third party game goes i mean don't consoles only sell because of their first party exclusives? Isn't that the only reason people actually buy consoles? That's what that's what I was led to believe. It gives prestige when you have all oh, game of the year award winners, blah blah blah. It gives prestige to your brand. But I mean that's why the Wii U and the Dreamcast were the best selling consoles of all time, weren't they? Mm. Through through the strength of those quality first party exclusives. Isn't that why everyone bought Dreamcasts and Wii U's en masse? Isn't Price that why matters. Oh, okay. Price matters. Right. Oh, it was just funny to see Sony shatter their own... What's he doing? Seriously, what's he doing? I'm not watching the stream. What's he doing? He's up hilarious Jim Ryan and Phil Spencer memes. <laughs> it's just cracking. I keep spotting them in the corner of my eye. Uh, I'm going to have to put up yeah. the stream somewhere, like on a my second he, screen. He, I've got a second screen up here. He does a remarkable job producing the podcast, so I feel rewarding it with laughs is the least I can do. Oh, dear. I don't want to watch because my internet probably can't handle it. But, like, it was just, I don't know. I just, I, I found it funny to see that when, when the shit hit the fan and Sony had to get serious, they obliterated the arguments that they got their army of viral marketers to espouse for them. Yeah. They basically obliterated all those arguments themselves because shit got real and they needed to say something. So they were like, okay, well, we can't really keep peddling that whole Game Pass sucks thing because clearly it doesn't. And yeah. no, we can't was, keep was... espousing, you know, that exclusives are all that matters because, you know, COD's the reason people buy our console for real. So, you know. And that was one of the other quotes, right? Was that, that they believe it would take several years for a competitor, even with substantial investments, to create a rival effective for Game Pass. But in what context? I found that comment interesting. In what context, in terms of something being as big as COD or the quality of the game itself? I don't know. Like, 
in terms of in terms of the quality of the game, <laughs> I would argue a ton of developers could make a game as good as Call of Duty or better in terms of the actual <laughs> game itself. It's funny you mentioned that, Nick, because obviously, as we mentioned at the beginning of this segment, Sony weren't the only ones interviewed, and all the other ones, including publishers like Ubisoft, consider Rainbow Six Siege to be a competitor Battlefield. to Call of Duty. Battlefield from EA. Battlefield. Yep. No one apart from Sony had a whinge, basically. Um, That's right. I, the I, rest were all like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, fine. Uh, it's it's very sad and to be honest the, the reality is that this isn't so much about creating a rival it is about creating a game that sells as much because sony are making a lot of money off of yeah. the call of duty software sales via that's call right. of duty and that's a big revenue dent because if suddenly your average consumer goes huh i can buy this 500 dollar behemoth console and this big ugly thing that i don't want to show the public and then pay $70 a game for my Call of mm. Duty or $80 because that's what Activision plus, is. Plus the subscription. Plus, plus the subscription. To play it online. Or, or I can get a Series S for $250. Game Pass Ultimate. And game Pass and not have to pay. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the reality. Like, it, mm. it is what it that's is. probably what they're really scared of. They're scared of the fact that someone could just buy a Series S, get Game Pass Ultimate, and there's their COD, there's their online gameplay for a fraction of the price yeah. that they pay on PlayStation. Yeah. And that's and with the console a- that's already selling quite well exactly. in the Series S. We've got a, a super chat here from uh, Retro Rich on this topic. Um, yes, we do. COD is the biggest pull from Activision Blizzard, but if Microsoft ever go back and let Beanox do Tony Hawk's 3-4 remake, it could be big for Game Pass. Yes, it could. They should let Raven do whatever they want. They should let High Moon do whatever they want. Vicarious Visions, unfortunately. I mean, look, I, I don't, surely it's still possible for them to, like, turn around and go, you know what, Vic- Vicarious Visions team, come back. Let's let's make Vicarious Visions again and High Moon. Like Microsoft, surely must have some control over that. Mm, I I think you'll see it run in a very similar way to Bethesda. And you know we 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 spoke a little it's about this last much, week, right? Too much talent there. They are very hands off with a lot of these acquisitions. Too too much hands off, even when it comes to a marketing point of view, because they're not they're not championing their own team's products and games when they're releasing you know uh, mm. so do i expect them to to realize the pr win of reforming that team and going away and remastering those games and releasing them on game pass no i don't um i didn't we read the other week that that it was in development but was cancelled did i not read that what, tony what? Hawk's three and four remake was i don't know were they i think so i swear tony hawk himself like said, oh, yeah, but uh, it was cancelled because of whatever reason. So, I hope a lot of that changes once the acquisition goes through. Once it does, because it will. Are we still holding so, through? You and I both thought it was September, October. September, September, October. October. Stick like it to my guns. Up to that, right? Because a lot of these places are like, yeah, no worries, it can go through, and we're seeing a lot more documentation, a lot more movement. They've, and- we've even heard from New Zealand. Did you like Microsoft's clap back in New Zealand? I love that. Was cracking. That was an absolute ripper. Let's let's read it, shall we? Yeah. (laughs) So, paragraph two hundred and eighty-five of this document. Sony and Nintendo have strong and differentiated offerings, including their own exclusive titles. For example, 
IDC has identified that key Sony exclusive titles in 2018 include God of War and Marvel's uh, Marvel's Spider-Man, in addition to other prominent titles such as Last of Us and Uncharted. These titles partly reflect Sony's vertical integration. For example, Sony's film studio owns the rights to Spider-Man, but also its broader strategy of obtaining rights that make third-party games exclusive to its console. In fact, in paragraph 205, they mention Final Fantasy VII as an exclusive from Sony. I am And surprisingly, shocked. it includes a redacted note from Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to read the redacted note. See what I mean? That I like that. I, I liked hearing that. Because like I said, this was all just Sony calling the Wambulance because, you know, they were worried about their dominance being taken away. Not, not even market leadership. Like, this acquisition doesn't guarantee anything. Let's be real. It, it, it doesn't actually guarantee a thing. Like, I've no. seen an analyst say that they'll think they'll get to 100 million subs and blah, 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 blah. That that doesn't... That's not guaranteed. That's just speculation. Like, I, I wouldn't be the only person in the world that couldn't give a rats about this acquisition. Yeah, there's sure very there's... little games-wise that I particularly care about. Yeah, great. Like, I'll get to try out COD each year. Yeah, it's okay. great for the platform I I choose to play on because I know that there'll mm. be more people playing games on the platform I choose to yeah. play on. That's fine. That's a net benefit, but I don't give two hoots. Personally. The, the potential for other studios to come in and pick up old IP and yeah. start doing new and different things is greatly increased because Activision became this constant you know yes. wheelhouse of call of duty uh, and that was because that that was its money maker well now you're hey all, of, all of a sudden if, if rare doesn't want to do banjo you suddenly have this studio that makes another mascot platformer called crash maybe give them banjo hey high moon what are you guys doing you're pretty good at action games why don't you make whatever Crackdown, why don't you, why don't you make... I don't, like, that part is exciting. But it, let's say, hypothetically, let's say, hypothetically, Microsoft and Activision keep everything as is. The miserable COD factory where every studio is working on COD and Ugh, nothing else. I hope not. That does not interest me in the least. I could not care less about that yeah, that that i, I just yeah I, I mean i redownloaded cod world war Two because i was like i was and this was before something dropped and i got an email and i went and played some of the other things um but yeah i was like oh maybe i'll just play through a good old campaign i mm. never played it through i've heard it you know yes it's world war it's II, okay it's a bit older but world war Two is okay um, and I need to find the disc for the the space one with Kit Harrington because I've heard the, from a sci-fi perspective that's actually quite good fun. Um, but I, I never even booted it up. I downloaded all the hundred odd gig of it, and then I just was like, oh, I ended up getting distracted by shinier things. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's good. that's about my interest of COD. Like, I'm never gonna, I'm not gonna be excited for Warzone two unless it, unless no. like all of my mates are like, hey, yeah, we're gonna just play it for a couple of nights. Yeah, I'll jump on. But otherwise, meh. I'll tell you yeah. what I am excited about. Double what? Team is finally coming to Halo, which is like my, my favorite mode. Well, we're moving on already. 
No, I was just saying. I'm just excited for it. Um, that's we can I'm talk doing. about that separately. Yeah, we can. I suppose we can we talk about that can. separately. But yeah, yeah. like we haven't Sony been going for long. I know. We I know. It feels like we're hammering through the news here. Maybe this will be the yeah, short episode. We didn't jinx it by saying, "Oh, short episode." I think this it's. Week. I think it's because we don't like. I know we say we talk a lot of crap, but I don't know, man. Like compared to some other shows, I don't think we we waffle on a lot at all. To be no, honest, I think we're pretty succinct in our uh, in our yeah. opinions. There's a lovely 157 folks watching us right now. Only 46 likes, which is just it's not even a third. It's not a great ratio. It's not a great ratio. I'm disappointed and saddened. And did you know, you like when I last checked, mouse. when I last checked, we were only. Seven subscribers away from really? fourteen thousand on the Xbox I'll have to make YouTube channel. Seven fake YouTube accounts. And get Filter, them all to sub along with the other thirteen thousand we all made over the last yeah, two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to go along with all my fake sources. Yeah, yeah. I saw you've been photoshopping some stuff as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I photoshopped some Spider Man PC settings. I just Dude, made those well, so what I did was I took my screenshots mind. on PS five. Ah, and then okay. I like, yeah, yeah. I took screenshots on PS5, and then I photoshopped PC setting overlays because I know everything about PC settings and PC gaming. Oh, yeah, as you all know, as PC everyone game. that's been watching this show long enough knows, I'm all about the PC gaming on my Mac right now. <laughs> so I'm all about PC gaming. All about it. Uh, yeah, all about it. So yeah, uh, alongside The Last of Us settings that i also photoshopped and made i also did these spider-man ones and i put them on twitter nice um, i mean they, they, they're fake right that totally explains why of course, yeah. a certain I, I publisher hasn't come after me yet yeah. because they know it's all fake too don't fake it um yeah. fake it here's, till you a, make it. here's a hypothetical question for you and i, I want to you know while we're talking about sony and the activision acquisition and what the rest of you know this year you know right we all Microsoft fans are used to this, right? Wait for da 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 da, right? And now we're on the latest latest round of wait for 2023. Um, but we know that the games are all coming in 2023. Well, the, mm. the, the, the flood starts to happen, you know. Uh, There's actually think, a little bit of wait for in the rumor mill. <laughs> well, and I, I, I even saw. Um, I think I think Jez said he'd he'd heard some bits and pieces on Perfect Dark, and I'm totally going mm. off something I read from Clob's Twitter. Um, in the development is going quite well, actually. All of this wonderful stuff. Mm. I think about all these games that have been announced that I know are coming, some I'm interested in, a lot of them I'm interested in, some I don't care about, but I know will be enjoyed by people that are fans of the genre. And Sony, what have they got announced after God of War? For next year? Yeah. Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine. For, for next year? Oh, I don't. I, I don't think Wolverine's next year. I think Spider-Man Two might be next year, but I'd be staggered if Wolverine is next year. I don't think Wolverine will be next. I mean, year. Insomniac are great, but I don't know if they are that great <laughs> doing that job. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Wolverine would be more twenty twenty four or twenty twenty five. That's not something I've heard. I'm, that's just pure speculation. I'd be shocked if they could like think about it. If 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 both those games were next year, we're now in the second half of 2022 and all we've seen is two CG trailers. Like, yeah, I'd be surprised if 
I could see Spider-Man because it's built off. But anything else? The first Apart one. from MLB 2023. Which is coming anything? to Game Pass. <laughs> 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 but um, anything else? <laughs> like if they're, if they're having, you know, they they posted their earnings and didn't they see like a, a, a big subscriber dip from Plus? Everything dip. Missed, missed targets across the board. And yet Nintendo... They've not really released anything first party this year, and otherwise, oh, hold on, flat. hold like, on, apart from Mario That's... Strikers and Kirby. Oh, and Kirby, and I think there's Pokemon games coming. Well, but yeah, they've they've kept up, and I all... think wasn't Mario Golf this year, or was Mario Golf last year? Last year, I, I can't remember. Blah, blah, but... blah. Hey, I'm finally back. Hello. <laughs> Now. Oh, next year is Forspoken and Final Fantasy 16. Those are the guarantees, supposedly. But they're not first party. They are treated like first party by fans. Doesn't matter. We're not gonna. We're not doing that goalpost shifting where all of a sudden exclusives that aren't first party count, but then other times it's all about first party and blah 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 blah. First party is basically maybe just Spider Man next year. Maybe. That we know of. That we know of. Been interesting. That's not much. No. And that's why it's good to sort of not be a stupid idiot and like get involved in all that list wars crap. Okay, Microsoft's got nothing for 2022, but now it sounds like Sony's not going to have anything for 2023 outside of maybe one two games so but then microsoft for next year has what forza starfield redfall redfall um P- possibly perfect dark possibly hell hellblade that's just the first possibly avowed right? possibly Do you count third-party triple a day one game pass things though because it is a different paradigm no. than Sony it is because yeah. it's, it's part of the subscription service that is the platform in that yeah. way i yeah. i don't count those but that's just the me thing yeah i, I, I way, count I, in a different way like it still I, counts in a new way though yeah i i, I know yeah. what you mean i'm trying to i'm trying to think of a better way of putting it it's kind of like um oh yeah diablo 4 yeah if you're an xbox <laughs> customer and you subscribe to game pass Overwatch there's two. a slight, there's a slightly different mindset, right? And, and I'm trying to verbalize a bit better what you were kind of saying, Jesse. In that, if there's an exclusive game coming to PlayStation, you've got to be interested in the title and willing to drop X amount of cash bucks. on it before you get to play it. Whereas my mindset is a little bit different for Xbox and Game Pass because it's more like, it doesn't matter if it's announced or it's partnered with us, it's coming to Game Pass. And, and I'll play it when party, I play it. Coming to, and I'll, I'll just, I, they're all coming. So they kind of, they rise yeah. up a little bit in my mind's share. And I think that's kind of what you were alluding to. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a different paradigm of having to pay versus having it be a part of the thing that really is the platform. Like yeah. if it was PlayStation mm-hmm. Plus, if PlayStation Plus, 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 Plus was getting Forspoken Day One, I'd look at it a lot differently than spending 70 bucks on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you'd be like, hey, I'll try it. Hey, we've got sixty-nine, and, and they'll come. They'll come yes. eventually. They'll come eventually. Yeah, they're gonna have to do it. Aren't they? They're gonna, they're gonna do have, it. You know, gonna... I, I, how how long have I been saying Jim is doing this very slowly in baby steps? 
He's doing it all. So Sony is just going to match Microsoft with everything. And I'm saying that in the best possible way because I'd like them to do that. I want Sony doing that. I I would happily, right now, I'm giving Sony basically $0 outside of my Plus subscription. If they added day one games, all of a sudden they're going to get a lot more money from me. Every yeah. single month of every single so year. Reverse to doing it when you read a game that cost and, and took as many man hours to make as Last of Us 2, and it only and I, I don't mean it's like 10, 10 million copies that's it, it's not a lot compared, not to in context, yeah, to the to the behemoths of the industry. Yes, 10, 10 million copies of a game in isolation, Impressive. fantastic. Most indies would kill humans. To get 10 million copies of their game sold. So in isolation, 10 million copies of a game is great. In the greater context of it's your biggest IP. It won all these awards because it's apparently the greatest game ever. You've got an uh, you've got 140 million consoles to sell it to. If you include the PS5. Yeah. Um, and you only sell 10 mil. And I'm sure some of that was bundled. All of us, yeah. and I'm sure some of that was on sale. Stop it! So Stop all it. of a sudden, you, no. your 10 million is like, eh. But if you had that, if you had that subscription, and you had like 50 million people giving you 10 bucks, 15 bucks, 15 bucks, 50 bucks every month, you got your money back, yay! Yep. And, and you're you getting more, get more money. Players. Yes. And you're going to get people that maybe, you know, those 20, 30 million people that didn't buy Last of Us, maybe they'll give it a try, though, on yep. their sub. And maybe you'll gain new fans that will then buy it on sale and you have extra copies sold. I buy plenty of games despite having a Game Pass sub. I bought Devil May Cry 5, even, even though it was stuff. on Game Pass. I don't buy anything. <laughs> I do. Anymore. I buy them on sale. I wait for them because, because like a lot of the other dummies, I'm also a dummy sometimes, and I like owning my games. So I still buy games, but I buy them on sale. I bought Crackdown three. Twenty bucks. So I bought times. it. So I bought it. So, yeah. Um, we missed a super chat by the way, and it's probably the best oh. super chat of the night so far. Really? I yeah. thought we were in from, all that. From oh Jeremy yes, Jeremy G. G. The Xbox Era podcast is irreplaceable and influences people's podcast choice. I mean, it's, it it's true. It's true. That's Does what we heard. Though? Whoa. Hang on. What? Does it though? <laughs> is it, is it? I don't know. This, I just find it funny that this all boils down to fanboys. Wow, wow, wow. My console is not going to be the dominant market leader anymore. Pretty much. Well, I didn't say not going to be the market leader. The dominant market leader. There's the... a difference. The we will pay you to not publish it on your platform or that platform. Because you have to understand something, right? And and I'm and this is me trying to have some empathy. <clears throat> it may be a poor attempt. Fine. Word of warning. So if you're if you're a kid that grew up on PlayStation, or if you're just a PlayStation fanboy, PlayStation One era, Sony was dominant. PlayStation One outsold the crap out of everything. The Nintendo 64 didn't even get close, and the Saturn, lol. PlayStation 2 comes along. Even more dominant. 115, 120 million consoles or something. 125, I can't remember. Some ungodly number. And 
or was it 150 million? I can't it was remember. something very high. It's like it was yeah. some ridiculous number. Xbox 25 million, GameCube 20 million. Dominant as all hell. PlayStation 3 was a blip. Still sold like 85 million consoles, mind you. Like, that's quite an effort for your worst selling console to still sell 85 million consoles. PlayStation 4 comes along dominant again. 120 yeah. million versus like 50 million. And then the Wii U was like 12 million. <laughs> it was like, so they, as, as, a, as a PlayStation fan, you are accustomed to dominance. You are, you're, you're, you've chosen the winner. You're on the winning team all the time. Yeah. yeah that is yeah, what you're yeah. used to. And that mindset is pervasive. Th- think about it. Seriously, think about it from a sporting perspective. If your team is dominant for a long, long time, how do you react when they're not anymore? You, you get fucking upset. Your pram? You yeah. get real upset, don't you? When your sports team is not dominant anymore, you get kind of upset and salty about it. Yeah. I'm not being a smartass now. This is legit. It's it's that sporting tribalism mindset. So the fact that, and usually when your sporting team's not dominant, it's something you don't normally see coming. That drop can be sharp, aging players. Maybe you lose some players when players get injured. All of a sudden there's this drop. This, they see it coming. They can see it coming in the distance because Microsoft's going to buy ABK. They're probably going to buy more stuff. They're going to put everything on Game Pass. They're already selling quite well and they're basically neck and neck with Sony. So they're seeing that dominance being taken away in advance. It's not something that's coming overnight. They see it coming. So the the salt is there in advance. Um, And they're getting upset because they can see it. So I, I, I understand. <clears throat> I understand their reaction. It's funny. Don't get me wrong. But I understand the reaction. Like, and, and I find it particularly humorous, mostly because of how much I don't care about this acquisition. Yeah. That's what makes yeah. it even funnier to me. Like as someone that could, like, I would rather Microsoft kept that 70 billion and used 10% of that to buy like Sega and Capcom. Yeah, you'd get oh, 10, more games. 10% is probably a bit low. 10% is probably a bit low. They probably need they probably need somewhere in the vicinity of 15 to 20 for Sega and Capcom. But for 20, they get Sega and Capcom and all that IP and all that back catalog and that engine and that those engines and the PC studios and the, they get so to me they yeah, get yeah. so much more when you're right with you're Sega right. and Capcom and they get a Japanese presence which they've been craving for how long and they I just think that for a fraction of the money of ABK they'd get so much more with other publishers <laughs> so I just I I personally I and this is this is a singular personal perspective I think this acquisition for me is dumb I don't like it it's but what but I get why they're least- doing it. You can ignore, yeah. You can acknowledge the oh, impact from yes. an industry perspective that it's going to have on everything. Everything going oh, forward once that completes is, is going to yes. be a bit different. I, um, I'm obviously acutely aware of the enormity of it, and I understand why Microsoft are doing it. Um, I'm just purely speaking from my own gamer perspective of the games I play and the games I care about and what matters to me at a personal level. Nothing about this ABK acquisition matters to me at all. 
like in the even Bethesda didn't. And I said that at the time. Similar. Two 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 huge acquisitions and I care about neither of them. Um same way even if they had bought Bungie. Like Bungie, okay, I don't play Destiny. Yeah. I don't care about Destiny. I'm very curious to see what matter will be. Um and you know, that'll that'll get its reveal on a Sony show and they'll hope that people take to matter. I mean Bungie are great at marketing and, and telling a story and getting their game noticed and they have a legion of loyal fans. So that's a game that mm. should do very well. But I also know that if it is something I'm interested in, at least according to Bungie's requirements for their acquisition, it's coming to well, it'll be coming to PC or Xbox anyway. So mm. it's a live service game and Sony is definitely looking to build lots of those out. Um, I wonder if all the... of a sudden people will care. I wonder if there's a certain forum that will suddenly appreciate <laughs> the quality that can come from a games as a service game. Hey, did you and... see Sony sent out a questionnaire asking how people, you know, you know, how they feel about NFTs or, you know, are they interested in digital collectibles that totally aren't NFTs, but they're digital collectibles? Yeah, that cracks me up. I was like, oh God, this is the last thing you need right okay. now, Sony. You don't what, need just because just because you took away the word blockchain, it's not a. It's not enough. It's all the same crap, man. It's all the same crap. It is a digital it is. collectible. It's yeah, man. Right click, save as. Um, um, yes, yes, Pico Trek. You're right, mate. I will rejoice if Microsoft were to buy Epic, because <laughs> then Microsoft owns the two games I play more than any other in Rocket League and Fortnite. See, I wouldn't. Again, that would be a. I mean, I'd be curious about the industry benefits of Microsoft owning Unreal Engine 4 and 5, but... That makes more sense to me than ABK. That makes more sense to me. Microsoft has GameStack. How long have I been saying Microsoft wants to be the backbone of the game development side of things? So to me, buying Epic makes way more sense than buying ABK because with Epic, they get a new game store that they can use to replace their garbage one on PC. They get three of the biggest games as a service games in the world in Fortnite, Rocket League, Fall Guys. They can't replace their store with the Epic one. It just doesn't. Can't they? Their entire... Their entire smart delivery system is built around. Yeah, that store's not going anywhere. They yeah, can't they Like they'd integrate the Epic Store into the Microsoft Store, and then maybe focus on the Epic Store within it, because they've talked about doing that, of bringing stores into the Microsoft Store, and then those stores just run the way they should, but everything can be part of the Microsoft Store. They've already done that with one of them. Back when I had my Surface, I noticed. I think it might have been Epic that was on the Windows Store, but then it just runs yeah, it, Epic like normal. But then that allows the tie-in type of stuff. But they can yeah. just get rid of the Yeah, I guess so. Smart delivery. But then they, they, they'd also own Unreal Engine. So they'd own mm-hmm. Unreal Engine. They'd own id tech. They'd own, like they'd own all these engines. Like to me, a, an acquisition of Epic totally makes sense. Totally. Yeah. And they wouldn't lock anything down. So this isn't about exclusives. Like, no, they're, they're not going to lock down Rocket League, Fortnite, and Fall Guys. And usage and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm just talking from a business perspective now. The acquisition of Epic would make so much sense. And remember I said this a while back. I said, buy Epic if you're smart, because what's going to start to happen is movie studios are going to want to start making CG movies on the cheap. 
and they're going to start doing CG effects in Hollywood movies on the cheap, and they're going to start using Unreal Engine 5 to do that. Why not buy Epic before that takes off? and then reap the benefits of Unreal Engine 5 being used in the movie industry, and the gaming industry, and this industry, that industry. This is just a business uh, thing now. Uh, We get no benefits as gamers out of Microsoft buying Epic. Like, there's no direct benefits to us. All their games are free-to-play games as a service games. I'm just saying from a business perspective, I think Epic would be a smarter purchase than ABK from a business perspective. It is, but... I'm sure Microsoft know what they're doing, and it was uniquely... Do they, uh, though? Do they? <laughs> it, it was Do a unique though? opportunity because of everything that had happened. So it was a very business-savvy move. But, um, yeah, Sony seem a bit terrified of all of this happening, and it's going to be interesting watching it all fall apart. Uh, yeah, but Sony has no right to be terrified of anything. You can't, No like, company you... has a right. We're personifying giant brands. I'm just, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, you can't, like... Yeah, I'm seeing people on Twitter and all this going back to Tomb Raider's timed exclusivity and, oh, Microsoft. Don't start going back in time because that's a battle you're always going to lose. You can't go back in time and say, oh, Microsoft did this first. No, 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 no. Sony's been in the gaming industry much, much longer. Oh, not much, much longer, but longer than Microsoft. People forget Sony entered the gaming industry buying one of the biggest publishers in Europe, which was... Cygnosis. Cygnosis. They were one of, if not the biggest publisher in Europe at the time. And they bought Cygnosis. Guess what? To have a bunch of games for the PlayStation they were about to launch. They bought studios. Gorilla. Gorilla they bought. Naughty Dog they bought. Insomniac now they bought. Um, People talk. Sony doesn't organically grow shit. They've built a few of their own studios. Most of their studios were acquired. Just like. A lot of Microsoft Studios were acquired. Like, you can't, don't try the time travel argument. It doesn't work. You're going to lose every time because Sony's been doing the money hatting thing longer than Microsoft. Sony's been doing the buying publisher thing longer than Microsoft. So you're going to lose that argument every time. So stop doing it. Just, what this boils down to is Sony and their fans now realize that Microsoft. Xbox now has the backing of Microsoft. Yeah. That's what this is. I I know everyone likes to dunk on Zooge for his tweet where he's like, oh, Microsoft's got... People should probably stop doing that because Zooge was technically right. Daniel was technically right in that tweet. It was just timed, unfortunately, for him. That's all. Yeah. Kind of like you when you said no one would buy Activision. No one's going to buy, they're not going to buy Activision. Yeah. To give give Zuz, like, you know, he said that and at the time, and Phil's been quite open. He was right. They were public about it. But then they had the conversation and Satya went, okay, let's let's actually go for it. And they, now this is what what they're doing. They they openly said publicly, they openly said publicly that they were having a frank conversation about the future of Xbox and whether they'd continue to bother with it. So Daniel, Daniel's information, which he probably heard it before he put out that tweet, but Daniel's information at the time he got it was probably right. Microsoft were probably ready to just about pull the plug on Xbox. And obviously Phil convinced them, no, don't pull the plug if anything double down 
if anything, dig your heels in and double down. And Sony as a company realized, so if, if Daniel knew that Microsoft was ready to pull the plug on Xbox, then what do you think Sony knew? And why do yeah. you think Sony tried to lean? So when you, I'm not a massive poker player, but in poker, if you've got a big stack, what do you usually do? You use that stack and you lean and you lean and you lean until they fold. That's what Sony was doing. Sony was like, yep, okay, Microsoft screwed up with Xbox One. They're, we're kicking their ass. All right, money hat Street Fighter. Money hat Final Fantasy. Uh, lock away this, lock away that. COD deal. Boom, boom, boom. And let's just muscle them out. And let's just get rid of them. The funny thing is, if Sony had just backed away, <laughs> Microsoft would have just left on their own. Yeah. They would have just left on their own. Instead, they poked the bear. <laughs> and now the bears pulled the wallet out and that's what they're all worried about ultimately really ultimately, let's be yeah. let's be brutally honest that's, that's what they're worried about now the big wallet's out not the car change wallet the big fat wallet is out now and that's what they're worried about ultimately yeah and it's that's it's where gonna be the a fear journey it's gonna be a painful that's where the fear comes from and, yep. and, and the funny thing is don't get me wrong Microsoft's coming from way behind. So for, for for the fanboys that are so worried, it's okay. Sony will still probably be the market leader by the only metric you guys care about. Console sales. sales. Yeah. Sony's probably going to probably going to remain the market leader for the foreseeable future by that metric. So sleep well. Because your number that you care about so much will remain the number one number because you choose to conveniently ignore the switch. So that's fine. <laughs> the switch which is probably going to end up outselling every Everything. console in history including the PlayStation 2 until the series Cause SP. Cuz 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 if the if Nintendo keeps milking the existing bet so we've got the switch, the switch Lite, the switch OLED if so, if Nintendo keeps milk, which reminds me, I'm going to buy that split. I think I'm going to buy that Splatoon 3 OLED Switch. No, you've got a problem. You it's know how nice that... Did you see how no. nice that Switch is? It's so nice. Not pre-ordered nice my Pre-ordered my Minecraft Amiibo. So I'm sure they will be the last two Amiibos I buy. I don't... I can't uh -huh. foresee... Yeah, sure. right. I can't foresee... I'm, I'm, not, I'm running out of room on those shelves... I can't foresee any other Amiibo Nintendo could announce that I would want to buy. I've got Banjo-Kazooie. I've got Sonic. Ken. Ryu. Uh, I've got... Uh, what's his name? What's his name? How can I... Terry Bogard. Uh, Bayonetta. You have a problem. Surely there's nothing left outside of Minecraft you have, you have and Steve, problem, is man. there? You have a, you have Surely a not. I, man, I hope so. That, that switch, have you seen it? That yeah. that Splatoon three switch, it, it did is nothing for me. Gorgeous, nothing. the gradient Joy Cons with the splatter paint. Ah, oh, it's no. beautiful. It is beautiful. Ooh, hey, and my wife wanna, will get the Animal Crossing one. I want to talk some Halo news. I want to talk some Halo news. Are we done with the ABK I stuff? I think I don't think. Okay, there's anything so, there. so you've to summarize, the too long didn't listen. The too long didn't listen. Microsoft has big fat wallet. Sony's called the Wambulance. And here we are. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the, uh, that's that's the, the log and the short of it. 
Um, we, we were going to call this episode the Wambulance. I missed the old Bungie, <laughs> the Bungie update. The weekly Bungie update used to have a section in it from the Halo days called the Wambulance, which was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Always, we we always were going to call this episode the Wambulance, and I had made, maybe Jesse could even show it. I had made a thumbnail, a YouTube oh, thumbnail no. for this episode with Justin Timberlake <laughs> that we were going to use for this episode. It's just Justin Timberlake dancing, but as a massive Justin Timberlake fan, those of you who know Justin Timberlake would immediately get the ref- reference with the name Wambulance with everything that's going on. Justin Timberlake, Crimea River. Yeah. Um, great track. Justin Timberlake yeah, is an amazing. Beautiful. Justin Timberlake is an amazing artist. That was going to be the thumbnail for this episode, which I thought I, was clever. It was, yeah, I'm amused. Um, yes. But yeah, um, I want to talk some Halo news because Halo did uh, their little drop pod and they talked about yes. other things. So some cool stuff. Doubles is coming to Halo. Um, and that, that's all great because I'm really looking forward to playing double team again. It's coming in social and ranked. Um, God, I haven't are, touched Halo in a while. Uh, I, 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 have, I need to. I need to go back for the battle pass. I'm level like thirty or thirty-five. I've still oh, got a long do, way to go. You do need to go back. I'm, I think I've done it. I think I'm level one hundred now. Um, oh, but I, I stopped worrying. I stopped worrying about the weeklies at that point because they usually yeah, I don't care about the weeklies anymore. But they also merged the. Um, you can put any visor color on any any Spartan, and they've switched some attachment oh, stuff out as well. So they're making some slow and deliberate changes. But we're now you know, more or less a month out from, I guess, season two, two? which, yeah, season zero, season one, season two. Um, and uh, I think that somewhere on the roadmap, there is the um, the Forge open beta that will stay in beta until it's, it's done um, as part of that season. But I have seen that some very naughty modders uh, broke over the last week or so. They broke the co-op flight that was going on last week open and got themselves into an early accessible copy or build of Forge. Yeah, we talked about this last week. We did. Um, and Forge and I have, just... I keep seeing stuff on Twitter that just it, looks it, it, unbelievable. It, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. The it stuff is, they're making, man. It's very impressive, isn't it? I, I, I've seen a lot of very positive reaction from people who are blown away. And, and they have given me permission. I could, I could like, we could start posting stuff and talk about stuff that has been a part of that co-op flight build. Um, I'm not going to do too much because I'm busy on, on other things. Um, but what I can say and it's just as my pure reaction to to what's available out there and the community's reaction to it yeah you should be excited see the lighting stuff things. like the lighting like oh, i, I want to talk cre- about it i want to like talk people about are it creating <laughs> people are creating stuff that looks better than infinite using infinite's own engine <laughs> and they're creating I'm, stuff that looks better than infinite have, um, what people have said is that the actual lighting system isn't is broken and isn't complete like it's it's not what we'll see even once this is ready because you can't mm. do the baked in lighting yet it crashes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's you're so... not even seeing. 
You know, even I seeing... just saw this thing about a guy who walked out. I saw it. I saw the footage. He was inside, and then he walked out into this city, and he was in this alleyway. And you, ah, oh, it looked so. I'm like, can we get campaign levels like this, please? Like, just let people make campaign levels. I'll give. I'll give money for them. I'll give money to have these campaign levels to play through. Just you, you've got the setup. The ring has broken up bits, so just see, hey, this piece of broken ring, some people jumped on it and made a city on it, and here, you play through this city. I don't care about the law. I care about playing a fun game. I don't care about stupid law. The great thing about this is is what I'm really looking forward to is not just the, because, you know, mini games and and stuff like that are fun with friends. I'm more of a 4v4, you know, br ranks competitive halo player that's my that's my jam um and I, it's not mm. even that i'm particularly good at it but this is this is what i enjoy but the mini games and things that i mm. expect the community to come up with via some Unreal. of the stuff that has been somewhat spoken about but i don't think is fully understood yet <laughs> is oh, i'm tremendously excited and i am mm. really looking forward to uh showing some stuff and yes Yes, jesse brother yes jesse brother that is what i want yes (laughs) i want campaign levels where you walk through an alleyway yes that's what he wants but um so i saw someone on the xbox era forums asked if there would be a forge ot because of all the stuff that's uh leaking and what i will say is yes when when the official (laughs) announce and reveal and all of the fun stuff starts I will oh. create a Forge OT. Um, yes, Brit. That shows stuff. Yes, off. Brit. Yes, Brit. Halo ODST within Halo Infinite. Yes, Brit. That someone needs to make ODST within. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hub world jazz music. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great? Um, it's yeah. like it's like it's like Forge meets Dreams. It's like Forge meets like old Forge meets dreams like playstation dreams ah i seems sounds like it look hey come on who bags halo and 343 more than me and look how excited i'm getting i'm not even going to use forge i'm just going to sit there and be a scumbag and use everyone else's creations you know what i i don't disparage you for that um i think the forge the actual minutiae of it is appealing to a very certain few that will really 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 get it um the average player will you know throw some muck stuff around together or, yeah, yeah or muck around but for the for the folks out there especially in the forge community i you know i used to be a a moderator on forge hub back in the day um and it, it is it is my obsession like it's the one thing above all other video games even even playing halo itself that i mm. i will just forge for hours like getting every little perfect detail just right and uh, yeah, I've had a very, very tiring week because of that. <laughs> it's very yeah, unhealthy it's, week. <laughs> just as long as as long as three four three doesn't get in the way, and they encourage it, and they foster it, and you know, let you already see that you're 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 probably not getting content out at the fastest click. You probably should or could. So if you've got dedicated community people that are creating high quality stuff for your game 
let it flow. No worries, guys. Come on. Come and and, and that's how a lot of people end up in jobs in game dev. Yep. yep. And 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 look, I I I I don't know what their plans are, by the way. Like I don't know what three 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 are gonna do, um, or or what's gonna be announced. Like I have, I would love that, and I think it would be a a really great PR win for them to say. Launching Forge, we're going to chuck up a social playlist. We're going to, you know, every two, three weeks, we're going to just pull in community favorites and we're just going to put them for everyone on the internet to play in multiplayer. Yeah. We're just going to put them on there. And if they're broken, we can yank them out. But we're yeah. just going to let people experiment and have fun and be silly. Mm. Um, and, and remake I, I, all those classic maps. Oh, I, the, the, the remakes that I expect to see. Battle Creek, Hang 'em High. Blood Gulch, um, what's that one from Halo Three or Halo Two? I, 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 the I tower know. one, I've, Ivory Tower, Ivory yeah. Tower. Yeah, with the waterfall, reach. with yeah, the waterfalls, yeah. Ivory Tower. Yeah, it was Ivory yeah. Tower. It was also in Reach as uh, Remembrance or something like that. Yeah, they they renamed maps. I want a drift. From Halo 4 being I redone. I that map. Oh, be quiet. That was Terrible the best design. swap map. That was the best swap map. It was amazing. Was I loved it. Annoyingly it designed. It was so map. good. Yes, uh, as an arena map, it probably would have sucked. But as a SWAT map, oh, loved it. Loved it. And my opinion matters because I'm the best at SWAT. So I know what makes a good SWAT map. I tell you what, I am the best at forge between us. Yes, me versus you. you. Forge off. I <laughs> could maybe, that. I could maybe make a big empty room with a crate in it. Nice, nice. Maybe. I did Possibly. put a poll up on my Twitter, um, and uh, I put a poll up, and all it said was, uh, "Ruins, you know, ruins." overgrown ruins or gritty city streets and i did you see how good that looked didn't they take the 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 market map and just add overgrown vines and oh it looked so good it looked so good oh he's put a poll so good overgrown ruins already won on twitter so i'd be very very curious to see so i've technically already already started with with one of those choices um super chat by patrick i agree nick a whole campaign they can call it halo infinite reforged i'd pay for another campaign full of crazy level designs so would i the 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 ring is broken and each of those pieces can have its own can be its own biome and they can put different worlds and different like environments and stuff on those broken pieces to be their own thing so you have something that technically fits in with what's happening in Infinite with the broken ring. Just do it and let people make cool stuff. And I'm not suggesting they don't test it and make sure it's all working properly and fits in and yada, yada, yada. I'm not saying open slather, just let creators give them access to the back end of the campaign and add stuff to it. Put it through its testing, that's fine. But if you've got the, the community doing the grunt work and building it first, and you just effectively be the QA testers to make sure it's all okay and get it all in there, man. Yeah. Use the community. You've got a dedicated community that whinges a lot sometimes, admittedly, and doesn't know what it actually wants. But 
use them. Like, you've got them there. There's just so I, much I potential. Hope that, I hope that they realize that and really, really embrace what the Forge community is capable of because I think it's going to blow. I mean, it already is. You're seeing it, even in it's not its final form, blowing some mm. people's minds. Um, oh. Super excited. And for, remember, for no more. one has ripped on Halo in 343 more than me, except maybe Gaz. Like, Gaz is probably the only one that's ripped on it more than me. And look how excited I'm getting for it. That should be some kind of indicator, at least, if anything. Um, but, yeah. Should be good. Can't wait. Yeah. And in Looking other news, Sea of Thieves got its Season 7 Captaincy <sighs> update. Cares. Now, here's cares. the thing. Uh, I have... Cares. I have a similar I have a similar viewpoint. It's not that nobody cares. It's a very popular game with a certain group of people. Is it though? Yes. It's it's clear by the amount invested in it that it's a super popular game. The problem is, as a as a seasoned veteran, and I was really miffed by this, is I haven't gone back and played through many of the seasons. Why? Because I don't care about adding more millions of gold to the already existing millions of gold that I already have. And I also don't care about doing the same quest another hundredth time that I've already done because I've played that game into the ground. So I was waiting for some really, really big news. And then I saw that they did finally this captaincy update. I was like, cool, we can have our ship name and we can save the state of our ship. And there's lots of really good quality of life features. And there's two thoughts that crossed my mind. Is The first was, huh, they've just made an easy mode because I remember the days where you had to s scrape to get like cannon and resources for like an hour and then you'd fight someone at a fort and they'd respawn an island away from you and be back to constantly rail onto you until you run out of and you're just throwing bad language and nails right are you okay Nick you know I, I get to let you rant on about <laughs> all of these things but here's the problem <laughs> They sent me this questionnaire. So I was like, oh, season seven, will I give it a go? They sent me a questionnaire. No, no, no. Do you like series season six? And then they were like, when did you last play? And I was like, I didn't play. And I was season looking four. forward to explaining <laughs> why I've stopped playing Sea of Thieves. And they said, oh, you didn't play season six. We don't care about your feedback anymore. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, <laughs> do you not want to know why I've stopped playing? Like, yeah, it's I'm like, aren't they the to... most... The, the people that stopped playing four seasons ago are probably the people you should be taking feedback from because like, they haven't stuck with your game. It's just... <laughs> uh, it just really irritates me. Like, I, I, I love it for the people that love it. And I love... That I, the game will always be a special game for me because it was, you know, a year or more of really, really good fun night after night. But I'm just... I feel like that they have different design goals now completely to what I really want to see them do. And uh, I'm waiting for something bigger. Like I'm waiting for all the development work that would become Sea of Thieves 2 to happen. And then the mm. game to get a massive, you know, massive update with more ships and more servers and all, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, so that's, I think that's all the news. Um, the only it other is. piece that I wanted to touch on um, was there's a lot going on on the site next week. Isn't there, Jesse? Oh, yes, there is. We've got at least four reviews coming. Ooh. On Monday, there is a Digimon Survive review coming from Lovely. Genghis and Soul Blazers. It's not give a shit if you care about it. Coming from <laughs> Genghis and Soul Blazers. On Tuesday, there is a Halo <gasps> Protocol book review. Oh, my Lord. 
Simon and Schuster Publishing for responding to my random email and sending me one out of nowhere. Um, nice. I'll have that on that book releases on Tuesday, so a review then. Then embargoed reviews. I can't say exactly what they are, but if you look at my Discord, you probably know what I've been playing on Wednesday and Thursday. So Lovely. there's at least something every day up until Friday. Who knows then? Who knows nice. what's going to happen next Friday? So yeah, busy. They are busy, all busy, super busy. interesting reviews that I will watch. Yeah, course, course you will. <laughs> you know. Wait, aren't, aren't you reviewing Turbo Golf Racing now that it's out and purchasable on? Yeah, when it stops crashing on me, I will. Convenient, convenient. <laughs> the man's been asked to do some work, and suddenly the game's not working anymore. Hey, I've pumped out like two reviews in the last couple of months. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I've got um, I've got eight or nine planned for this month. I've uh, pumped out like two reviews. Okay. The crazy thing is, it feels really busy. And it was three games in those two reviews because Klonoa is two games. Sure, sure. Okay. All right. Mate. All right. Take a deep How who's long reviewed, have we been on Metacritic? We've been on Metacritic. Who's double game before? Since May? So so what's that? It's about two and a half, three months. We've done over 50 reviews in that time. Well, go us. Yeah, awesome. I yeah. I've we done two of those. Incredible. That's a decent um, chunk. I'm starting to get replies on Twitter now from trolls that are like, oh, LMAO, this dude does reviews on Metacritic. <laughs> Michael, that's a new one. <laughs> when people don't like something I say, they're like, LMAO, this guy does reviews for Metacritic. It's like, all right, man, calm down. There's a place called like PlayStation Lifestyle on Metacritic. Just calm down. For like People two get seconds. really, 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 really stressed. But they, Nintendo Life, there's. But they say yeah. that as if we're going to review PlayStation games. Like, we we don't review the, PlayStation the games, fear. so it's okay. You don't have to worry that my opinion seems to sway more towards Xbox. It's okay because I'm not reviewing PlayStation games. I'll try if you want, and I'll give them more appropriate scores that fall in line with what they are, if you like. But I, I doubt we'll get PlayStation review codes. Unless we use the PC loophole and yeah. review them on PC, which is a Microsoft platform. The Maybe we should loophole. look into that. No, <laughs> we're busy enough. Um, <laughs> I think you've got a rumor mill this week, Nick. Do I? You? I believe so. I don't it's know. So in my show notes da here David Castillo in the chat says, Source Spider-Man leak by Nick. No, you didn't. I photoshopped those. Yeah, he made them I up. I photoshopped those. They, they're PS5 screenshots, and I photoshopped PC settings that I know from, all from about. From a different PC game on them. From a different PC game that happens to have the same UI theme as Spider-Man. Um, yeah, I made, I faked those. I, do you know who there. I would, before you do the rumor mail, do you know who I would really love to see on the show? Cliffy B. I, I would like see cliffy babe i would re i really want sarah bond to come on the show yeah i know i, I would sarah i would well. love to have sarah bond mm. come and hang out with everybody in the community for like an entire episode and just chat nerdy so would I. shit but pipe so dreams, one day one, one day. day if we could um, get phil surely we can get sarah well we, we would hope one would hope um but anyway yeah rumor mill uh i guess you're gonna press the button jesse isn't it are you you're ready nick press that rumor mill button Yep, you got time. Real time. Hit the button.
podcast is not responsible for websites presenting these rumors as facts. Okay. Rumor. Okay. This is a little bit too part. I'm wearing this t-shirt for a reason. So quite a while back, I lied and made up some stuff about EA potentially doing a Marvel game. Remember that thing I made up and just happened to guess correctly. Yeah. So then at the time I didn't, I said I couldn't, if you go back and watch the clip, maybe I should have told Jesse to have the clip ready. That's my bad. Um, at the time I said, I'm not, I can't say the franchise yet. And I also can't give clues because people that know me will know that I can't give clues without giving it away because people know me too well. Hence the t-shirt. Jeff Grubb came out and said Black Panther. But then he's more recently said that EA is probably working on another Marvel game. What's it, the little one doing back there? It's it's a rare oddity, but this little this little lady needs a drink <laughs> live, and uh, I've got to go handle this. So I'll let you carry on rumor milling, and yeah, yeah, uh, okay. I'll be right back. Okay. So, so uh, Jeff said there's another EA game, and then Tom Henderson on Twitter kind of made it known that he had heard Iron Man. Yes, Iron Man is the game that I had heard. So I, before I mentioned Iron Man, I, I showed Jeff Grubb. You can ask Jeff, tag him on Twitter, feel free. I, I showed him my DM that said EA was working on Iron Man. Tom Henderson heard the same. He just wasn't sure. And part of the reason I never mentioned Iron Man was because it's super, 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 super early. Like, so early, in fact, that there's a chance it still doesn't happen. That's how early this is. It's like ridiculously early. So don't uh, right now, as excited as I want to be at the prospect of an Iron Man, and I kind of gave clues in the episode. Like I immediately started talking about <laughs> an Iron Man game by Bioware, the team that made Anthem. Um, so no one is more excited about an, the potential of an Iron Man game than me, but I'm trying not to get too excited because of how early I was told it was. My source was like ridiculously early. Like it, it may, it might not even still happen, this Iron Man game by EA. But yes, I, I did show Jeff, I ran it by Tom Henderson. He said he had heard, but he wasn't sure. He's since said it on Twitter. So the, the EA game I was talking about wasn't Black Panther. That doesn't mean I hadn't heard about Black Panther. That's just not the one I was talking about. I had heard Iron Man. Um, so, yeah. So, somehow, me, Jeff, and Tom have all heard of an Iron Man game at EA. Um, but whether it happens or not, who knows? My hope I'm... is that they just build it off Anthem. You have Anthem there. Build it off the ruins of Anthem. I'm, I'm In terms amused. of gameplay that you said, oh, I didn't want to give any clues. And yet anyone that actually knows you, you were like, I'd love yeah, I know. if they made an Iron Man Oh, man, Iron Man game by... clues in the world. I know, yeah. I know. And this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Um, but that's technically not the main part of the rumor mill. Now, this part... Yeah. People may not like this. This, uh -oh. this, this rumor... I don't know how to frame this one. This rumor's... Yeah... It's an, I've got to be careful how I word this. I've got to be careful what I say. 
um, because people will potentially take things out of context and yeah, anyway, we'll see how we go. I'll do my best. So we were talking earlier, um, about how Microsoft has no games this year to put uh-huh. it bluntly. They don't have any first party exclusives. I was about to say AAA, but they don't have pretty much anything outside of what, what Grounded releasing? And uh, Pentiment? Pentiment in Grounded. Grounded and Pentiment. Somerville's due this year still. That's our first party. No, but it's Game Pass and it's exclusive to the Xbox Go. ecosystem and Steam. But... Whatever. So all along, one thing we have all said on this show, and I've seen other people say on Twitter and stuff like that, is that, oh, well, surely to fill the gap, Microsoft's going to have, you know, third-party AAA day one launches like your MLBs and your Outriders and blah, 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 blah. They'll probably get that stuff to, f- to bridge that gap. That's, according to what I've been told, that's probably not the case. Oh. So I've been told that at the moment... As of as of right now, that doesn't mean that stuff's up. They're not trying, but as of right now, I've been told that there's no triple A third party day one releases for Game Pass for the rest of the year. At the moment, again, I, I didn't get told they're not trying or that something might not come. But at the as of this moment, there's nothing slated. There's no deals done. There's nothing slated. AAA third-party day one releases for the rest of the year. And, and let's be honest, we all assumed there would be. We all worked under the assumption that, okay, well, they've got no big games because their games got delayed. So they'll probably try and get... Oh, we thought they might try and get COD <laughs> if they could. Um, you know, what, <laughs> what else is releasing for the rest of the year that's big third-party? Are there even any big third-party AAA Arthur games for the year? Um... Hogwarts Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones, Hogwarts, supposedly. Uh, what else? COD, which they probably can't get. God, I don't even know. I think that's about it, man. I think that's about it. Callisto Protocol. Yeah, yeah. Callisto Protocol. Uh, so there's not many deals they could probably make anyway, is there? That's probably why there's Marvel's no deals. Marvel's Midnight Sun. Ooh, Midnight Suns. Isn't that basically Marvel Ultimate Alliance? That no, game? it's Marvel XCOM. You're not going to want to play it. Marvel a... XCOM. Really? Why yeah. wouldn't I want to play that? Oh, you like XCOM? There you go. I love those turn-based... Yeah. Like Mario plus Rabbids. That's great. Oh, a Marvel I, I of that. It'll be... Yes, it'll be more mainstream than an XCOM, I think. And I liked Gears Tactics. I didn't know that's what Marvel Sons was. That's cool. I like that. But yeah. So at the at the moment, oh, and there's Gotham Knights, isn't it? Or is Gotham Knights next year now? No, it's it's uh this year. I think Gotham Knights yeah. is much more likely to come out than Hogwarts. Well, there you go. And a lot of people assume they might get Gotham Knights. So again, so at at the moment, at the moment, there's no there's no third-party AAA day one game pass releases to bridge the gap of all those delayed first party games at the moment and also um like callista protocol and hogwarts legacy have marketing deals with sony with playstation includes yeah yeah 
So that's yeah. Well, that's your rumor that's mill. That's my rumor mill. That's my rumor mill. Cool. That's why I had to say I said I've got to be careful how I say this. Like I needed to say that that doesn't mean they're not trying. I, I didn't get told they're not even bothering. All I got told was that as of right now, there's nothing. There's no deals done. There's nothing slated. Nothing for well, AAA. The Game only Pass. other one would be Saints Row, and that's only a couple weeks away. Yeah. And there you go. Saints Row is another one. I'm sure they probably tried for Saints Row, but clearly they were unsuccessful. Um, AJH, lol, thanks for that depressing news, Nick. Well, haven't you heard, AJH? I only intentionally put out Sony stuff to make Sony look bad and don't do anything bad for Microsoft. Haven't you heard? Get with the program, man. Yeah, man, haven't you heard? I'm all about taking Sony down because that's the power I wield, apparently. Apparently. Okay. Well, Idiots. with that, with that then, with that fun and exciting room mill out of the way. Not you, AJH. Um, I wasn't calling you an idiot. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's about time to thank our wonderful patrons for all of the support that they give us because they are mm. awesome and incredible people. Um, I did get a little alert that all of the merch, all of the merch is on its way, um, which means that it's now time to refresh for the third quarter. Um, so... All of our patrons who are on tier two or tier three, so sticker packs and t-shirts and all that fun stuff, they're on their way to you this week, um, and they should be with you soon. And we'll pester pre-drag to come up with another sexy and exciting design just for you. Um, but big thank you to you guys. We couldn't do it without you. And if indeed, if you're watching this podcast for the first time or in the 120th, if you want to support us directly and enable us to do all the cool stuff we do, like day one, yeah. like all the video reviews and everything else, head over to patreon.com forward slash Xbox era and help us out, man. Yeah. Um, if you go back through old episodes, you'll notice the change of when the show started to look better and sound better and be better right around the time we set up the Patreon. Before that, you go back and watch those old episodes. <laughs> oh boy. I don't want to. I don't want to go back and watch them. They're not they're not quite as nice, but once we had Patreon and we could do StreamYard and got stuff to be able to produce things nicer and see, it's all because of the Patreon. You, you visibly see the results of that. Money on the screen. Do you know what I realized though? That um, our patrons get to ask community questions and there's yeah. gonna be so many about sony and their comments and stuff this week that we probably yeah, okay. could have tackled probably i don't know i haven't read through them it's a surprise for me let's go i haven't read through them either i think i've read like one or two of them let's 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 have a look let's dive yeah, in let's start okay first question morventhus pick one or both i'm just gonna read both favorite elder scrolls game never played one eh. or favorite double fine game okay for me david favorite mm. double fine it's probably just Psychonauts 2, but before Psychonauts 2, it was Iron Brigade. Iron I liked Iron choice. Brigade. That is a good little XBLA game. Iron I liked stacking. Oh, yeah. Quite a lot. Um, but Iron Brigade was, was great. Um, Iron Brigade yeah. was a very underrated little game. And it's backwards yeah. compatible, I want to say. Yes, it is. I want to say. Because I own um, it. Yeah, 
Uh, I can see people on, on the back of your room, by the way, discussing will, will death loop suddenly appear in September when the year exclusivity drops? Because they're not allowed to talk I about I it. I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything. But yeah, but Microsoft, as per the deal, aren't allowed to talk about it until the, the deal is done. That's also not third party. By rumor mills about third party. True. Thank you. Thank you for the I am technically correct, which, which is, is the, the best kind best of kind of correct. All right. Um, Deathloop would not be third party. That would be a first party game. Yeah, it would. Uh Elder Scrolls, I have not actually played a single Elder Scrolls game. Not one of them. Not I've a single played lots one. of them, but never really got very far. So Another reason why Bethesda was not a big deal for me. Hoping Starfield will be my Bethesda game. Let's see. Outside of Doom, outside of Doom, there wasn't much else Bethesda I played. Quake's been gone for such a long time. You didn't play Wolfenstein? I did, but I'm not like into it, into it, where it's like, oh my God, this is the reason for them to buy Bethesda. Like, it's fine. Wolfenstein's fine. Um, Yeah. Just Doom. Doom is amazing. Okay. Dirty Flint. Hello, panel. This question's for Nick. Me and you are both whales. We are. How does it feel to single-handedly put these free-to-play games on your back so all the paws can enjoy the game for free? <laughs> if we don't buy Wolverine Zero, how will all these kids play? That's exactly right. I, Thanks for your service. I am not the hero you all want but I'm the one you need because without me, you don't get to enjoy Fortnite and rocket league and all these games that you all get to enjoy for free. You get these games because of me, the people that throw their money away, buying $20 Chun-Li skins in Fortnite and BMW M2s in rocket league and all that sort of stuff. I live to give. I live Thanks, to give to all it. of you, Thank you, to all of you, and, D- and Dirty Flint does too. And you, it it feels good. I feel I feel almost like um, you know those fake billionaires that say they're philanthropists. Yeah, they're not. I feel like one of them. Good. Those billionaires that are pretend philanthropists. That is how I feel. Okay, hi them G. Uh oh. I did ask if you ever invited video game journalists to your show on Xbox era episode 117 when Colt was on your show. But have you thought about being a guest like joining Spawncast, Game Explain, Good Vibes, Gaming, along with Kind of Funny Games or Kind of Funny Xcast, whatever one you guys join, along with Nate the Hate Show with MVG as a guest on his side, or whatever video game channel that's on YouTube. You ever thought of being a guest on depending on your time and such? Hi, the, we have. Like we have, of course we think like, and we get asked, like mm. I, I've never been asked by one of the, you know, kind of funny X casters never asked me to be on there. Um, they probably will not for reasons I will not delve into publicly on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but we've been, for, for me in particular, less so John, but for me in particular, time zones make things tricky like Colt asks me to be on his show a lot and I do my best I've been on there two or three times now on Colt's show because Colt's show is on on a Tuesday at 10 a.m for me 
that's literally the middle of my work day. I start work at seven. So that's almost the middle of my work day. So the times of when you've seen me on Colt's show, I wasn't working that day. <laughs> that's the only reason you saw me on Colt's show. So a lot of, you know, like I made fun of Miles because he hasn't invited me onto his show yet, but his show starts at like 2 a.m. my time. How am I going to be on? Like, I, I just can't. Um, I've still got to, I've still, we've still got to work out with Boxenberger appearing on his show because he's yeah. asked us to be on. Um, I, it, time zones just, are, time zones are really difficult, but I think that the other element of this that, and I'm not going to name any channels or personalities, but, uh, Nick and I have an aversion to jumping on the kind of vitriolic fanboyish type shows, or at least I certainly do. I won't speak for you, Nick, but I know that you're not the biggest fan. Well, I don't think I've appeared on any of them, have I? No, no, you haven't. I'm just saying, you know, whether you would or not, but that certainly is, is, is my take. Um, and that does limit, limit you somewhat. So I think you'll find that there's been a healthy amount of back and forth, but yeah, oftentimes I'm in the UK. So Colt wants to have me on. Yeah. That's 2 AM my time or something ridiculous. Um, so it's, it? it's tricky. No, it's not. Uh, I can't remember when it was midnight no. or something like that. No, no, no. Colt's yeah. show would be starting now in 15 minutes. Yeah. So what time is it where you are? Me. Oh, is it? Oh, well, there you go. Okay, yeah. well, there you go. Yes, Because yes, yes. that actually happened once. Is he, he said, hey, do you want to be on the show? And I said, yeah, let me know. And then I just saw a tweet out saying, this week, six joining me on the show. And I'm, I'm like, I've got work in the morning. It's it's 10 to 1 in the morning. And I, I did the whole show very, very sleepy. But that's the problem when we're juggling all of this is, is the time zones. Are time really zones are hard. Great time zones are very tricky. East Coast, West Coast, US, though. Great for those guys. Yeah. <laughs> doing our show easy peasy okay yeah. do game apologies my initial question for this week was kind of a downer job hunting hurts the soul sorry just you who pulled these came up with a more fun one now recently it was revealed infinity war poland was staffing up for a new rpg what do we think an infinity ward uh rpg looks like is it cod with an open world and stats a full witcher type game a far cry or borderland style fps rpg probably that Something that combines light FPS elements with role-playing like Starfield, Fallout, or Cyberpunk. Yeah, I'm more inclined to think something closer to Cyberpunk, I guess. Yeah, I would... I would I'd be surprised I would, if it's not FPS. Yeah, it smells like it. Um, that's, new, that's new news to me, though, so very me curious too. to see me what, too. what they're coming up with. I didn't know there that was would, an that, Infinity that Ward be Poland. Exclusive to Xbox and <gasps> straight into Game Pass day one. Boom. Reggie face. I just saw, just based off the last question about guests, did you ever hear back from the PlayStation Brass, man? Not ghosted. a sausage. Ghosted, ghosted. Wow. Didn't even bother to like lie and be like, oh, family emergency, sorry. That's okay. That's okay. For me, it's more about knowing the reason. I just want to know the reason, whether it's a good reason, bad reason, fake reason, real reason. I just like knowing. Because it was his idea. That's the funny part. It was his idea. He's like, man, I, I should come. I'd love to come on your show. We should, you know, we should. I'll come on your show. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. What ifs? Okay. Jesse, brother. Greetings, Mr. Norris, John O. Hope the new Barnett. B A R N E T. 
Barnet. 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 Yeah. What's a barnet? A haircut, from my point of view. Barnet. Yeah, that's how he's using it. Oh yeah. yeah. you have hair now. Oh, he's working oh. out with for the ladies. It's very sweet. Uh, of you. I had a haircut too. I like my haircut. Mine doesn't even need gel anymore. I love that I don't need gel now. It's great. Yeah, I don't really bother. I just let it fluff. Because I've got grow. such thick, I've got such thick curly hair. You can't tell from this hairstyle, but I've got such thick curly hair that I've always needed gel my whole life just to keep it under control. I grew my hair for like a year and a half when I was 17, 18. A year and a half I grew my hair. I didn't cut it. And it looked like Kramer's. You know how Kramer's when it goes... That's how mine is. If I, I can have Kramer's hairstyle if I want. That's how you mine should is. Do that. You should do that for charity. No damn way. Um, anyway, my question this week is for Nick. Uh, not that I want to reignite the fighting on the forum about if Microsoft will end up making COD exclusive at some point, but I kind of have to ask, due to the whole Sony thing and certain supposedly very in-the-know peeps on the forum who will not stop talking about how right they are, right, how right they are, right, and how wrong anyone who disagrees with them are, man, Trav, seriously, about con remaining multiplayer after the purchase. Can you get into what you think? Maybe know about it. I'm sticking well, to my guns. I I die on my heels. I still think that there will come a time where they'll just go, lock it down. Let them have Warzone. Let them have whatever. Lock it down. I think, I still there think. Is, there's room for that argument to be made, uh, and it's a fair one. So, and Sony's crying and whinging has only made me more confident in that belief. Mm, I don't know. Because I, I think I, it's nothing to yeah. worry about for the next couple of years, man. I don't know. Again, it, it is. It's probably a few years away, but I still think there will come a time when they just lock it down. So that traditional COD campaign with multiplayer, that will start to get locked down. And Sony would not have had the complaint they had, I don't think, if they did not also believe that was the case. And they fear that immensely. You could be right. That's what I think. Personally. Personally. Anyway. Creaky Leaks. Hello, lads. What is your dream Halo Infinite Forge map you'd want to create? This is not a question for me. John, I know you're limited by your NDA knowledge to a degree. So for you, just put a big Eve in front of it and leave out specific details on custom options. For me, I'm going to make the GoldenEye 64 maps to as close to one-to-one -one as I can get, which I'm confident enough in my ability uh, to, based on all the leaks, seeing how the tools work and having Blender and Unreal Engine 4 experience from developing my own game concepts pre-pandemic. That's a good question. If, if if I was going to create a forge map, the first thing I would do would be to remake a map Adrift. that has <laughs> no a map that has previously been in a Halo games matchmaking. So that I know from a player a forge map. From a player usage perspective, that the design works okay, and I would remake it, and I would go hell for leather, and really, really, really show off what Forge is capable of 
graphically. Uh, I think it would be fair to say that if I was going to do that, I would acknowledge that I am not uh, the best level designer. Like, I just make what I think looks cool. I don't worry about all the super competitive MLG kind of opinions and stuff like that. I miss the days when Halo levels had their quirks and their uniquenesses. Mm. Um, you know, like, oh, Construct's a terrible map because everyone camps the top lift. Yeah, but that's the map. That's how it plays, and that's how you're going to run. Mm-hmm. I, I miss all the different themes, and I love experimenting with different themes beyond, oh, I'm going to make a forerunner Halo map, or I'm going to make a UNSC map. I like making stuff that is like, is that Halo? Which is kind of, I was really pleasantly surprised when I saw maps like Bazaar when Halo Infinite debuted because I was like, that doesn't feel like that's a, a COD map. It looks mm. a little bit different. That's a COD map. Um, so that's the kind of thing I would probably make um, with the pure objective to make people go, what? That's Forge? That's that's what I want from the first first time anyone sees anything that I might be working on if I was going to make a map. If. Man, if. Th- that PT thing. Anyway. Okay, Hugh. Ah, uh, well, hello, everyone. I uh, recently hello. saw a post. I recently saw a post on the forum by Shaga, which posed an interesting question. <clears throat> if Xbox acquired more individual game studios, do you think they would be placed under Xbox Game Studios or a new publishing arm? Also, do you think Xbox Game Studios should be renamed? When ABK completes, it feels a bit odd that there is a group of studios which are called Xbox Studios, whereas Bethesda and ABK will also have their own arm under the Microsoft Gaming umbrella. I think it should be renamed to something that doesn't state Xbox to avoid segregation. No, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Xbox Game Studios, Activision, Blizzard, Bethesda. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I, um, I think it, it. I I think more pertinently, if they were to acquire studios, they would go into the Xbox game. Yes, individual Xbox studios. studios. If you're buying a publisher, and for example, like an IOI or something. Yeah, they would go into that banner. Yeah. It, what they've done and what they've said is we're buying publishers and they're trying to keep these teams and the workflows and their marketing budgets and all of that, they seem to be not touching them so much. Like Bethesda's kept their marketing team, whereas in most traditional acquisitions, eventually they would all be integrated and you'd see a bunch of people let go. It seems like that's not happening. They're, they're being run as individual sort of siloed businesses, but they get all the mm. perks of... Or yeah. we as consumers get all of those perks. So I, I'm fine with that as a thing. It does feel a bit strange um, to kind of have all these different names, but I get why they're doing it. And I think it's because of the autonomy of each of these different publishing groups. Um, and and I it. think I could be wrong. So please correct me if I am. This is just off the top of my head, piecing together info that I've heard from other people. I think one of the advantages, but I could be very wrong, is that I think these publishing arms can also do their own acquisitions. Being yeah, quasi-separate or whatever. I think that's true. I think. I think. I th- again, that's why I said, please correct me if I'm I wrong. There like, would be any reason why they could not. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. I still also think X, uh, Activision's going to acquire someone before they get acquired. We already saw Blizzard just do it. I reckon Activision's got one up their sleeve too. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Anyway. 
Not Jack. What's a popular gamer opinion that you disagree with strongly? Oh boy. <laughs> you, want, you want my you want my real answer or my public friendly answer? Which one? Real answer. The real answer? PlayStation Studios do not make the best games at all. <gasps> oh, that's gonna. They, get they some, don't. That's gonna the, get you some vitriol. The games aren't fun. They're not fun. They get ten out of tens because they have pretty graphics. That's it. And nice cutscenes. I yeah. I, I guess my... they're not fun games to play. Like the, to me, they're not fun to play in the way. I mean. I'm not saying anything that should be a shock to anyone. You all know the games I gush about. They're games that focus on gameplay first. Above all else. So is that a huge surprise? No. I, I don't think, think PlayStation's first party games are the greatest thing since sliced bread. I don't watch. I skip cutscenes. So I'm already taking out nearly 50% of the game. So uh, I've got it shouldn't a good be one. a shock. I've got a good one. Go. <clears throat> I'm bracing myself. Souls Go. games are boring as fuck. Why oh, is that unpopular? Souls games, from games, from's games are like not boring. really good at all. <laughs> it's just not boring, great. boring, boring. Oh, it's really hard. Cool. <laughs> oh, I love this game okay. because it's trendy to like this hard game by this Ugh. Japanese developer. The worst trend of game. Let's make it really oh hard. Oh my god! And really hard and really. Is it any coincidence? Is it any coincidence that that trend grew from a PlayStation exclusive Souls game? <sighs> sure, that's not a coincidence. The Souls games aren't hard. They're just funny how From wasn't the developer of the flavor of the month back when they were making Ninja Blade and. Uh, chrome hounds or whatever, whatever yeah, else they make awesome. no you're not understanding what i'm saying i, I said isn't it funny awesome. how from software wasn't this super popular trendy dev back when they were making xbox exclusives but as soon as they made it a sony exclusive man from such an amazing developer oh man they're the best they've been around for like 40 years man well yeah, now they're just popular elden ring it's not a hard game you can, uh, it's you it's can not even the, the difficulty. It's it's I I don't have time. I don't have, I don't have the time, and that's not even true because then I, like I'm you know indulging in certain video game addictions. I clearly do have the time. Um, I just I don't care enough about good game. <laughs> no, shut up, you. Souls games God. suck. And I anyway. played Demon Souls on PS3. They gave it away on PlayStation Plus, so I was like, oh, I'll try out this Demon Souls game, and I'm like. This is, this is garbage. This is garbage. I don't like this at all. And then every other game that came after it, they were like, oh, it's Souls, Souls, Souls. So I'm like, okay, cool. So it's like Demon Souls, which sucked. So yeah, okay, I'm not going to try these ones either. Come yeah, on, man. Let, let's not, let's not, let's not pretend. Better. Let's not pretend it didn't have something to do with the fact that suddenly they were making a PlayStation exclusive and all of a sudden they were just the trendiest developer ever. I didn't even play any of their Xbox games. Was Ninja Blade any good? Uh, it was very QTE. Yeah, wasn't it like full QTE, hardcore? Yeah. I don't think I ever played a single one. of. I'd have to go through the list of Xbox exclusives they made, but I don't think I played a single one of them. Unless there's one that I didn't know about that they made. Whatever. You're right. I'm with you on that one. 
Cool. I've never been a fan of Fromm's games. Yeah, meh. Not interested in that flavor of the month stuff. Anyway, two more questions. Good old Collingwood. Hello, John and Nick. This weekend, I am in Japan for the best part of two weeks. There's a lot of jumping through hoops, but once you get into the country, the effort is worth it. Is there a game that you have played that took a lot of work to get into, but once you made the effort, that game was enjoyable? Good old Collingwood, Demon Slayer. That's a good question. Hmm. I have the most mundane answer on earth. Bet you can guess it. Uh, Rocket League. Didn't like it at the start. Had quite a steep learning curve. And then I um, forced myself through on PlayStation because I saw that the Platinum Trophy was quite easy. So I'm like, all right, I'll just... I'll force my way through Rocket League just to get that easy Platinum. By the time I got that Platinum, there was no other video game I felt like playing anymore. Except Rocket League. <laughs> so when it, when it came out on Xbox, I bought it straight away and have pretty much not played any other video game since February 2016. I'm I'm struggling to think <laughs> of one where I've been like, oh, I've really got to you know try and get into this. The only the only one that can come up in recent memory was the last Tomb Raider game. Like I played it up to a certain point. Oh, really? Like, uh, yeah, and I loved the the previous two, and I like hundred percent did both of them. Oh, you're talking about Shadow. Yeah, and then Shadow. Yeah, I got, Shadow I got, is. I got to the open world. Yeah, that's where I, I am now. Like, I was like, oh my god, there's more of this. It's a bit name. much. And I was just, it's too big again. It's map games. I, I'm, yeah, like, I know. I'm tired of map games. I I'm stuck there too. I'm stuck there through. too. But yeah, um, I think that's 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 probably it. Good question. Yeah, but it said that it's a game that you made the effort and it became enjoyable. Well, yeah, and I did make the effort, and then I kind of just ended up burning through it and had an okay time. So, yeah, it was enjoyable oh, okay. in the end. But there was that big, like, oh, God. Yeah, I know. It's, I, I am stuck there now. It's such a hurdle. I struggled to go back because of it. Yeah. yeah. That's why I haven't really gone back to AC Origins much, because it's just, oh, my Man, God. I really, really tried with that game. I played something close to 70 hours worth, and I think that's a fair commitment. And then I realized that I was still nowhere through and everything was yeah, fine. It's and then too I remember much. I logged in at Christmas, like, a, I don't know, six months since I played it. And it, like, taken me over and made everything Christmassy and then tried to force me into a Christmas quest. And I was like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I came here to finish the story, not add more shit to yeah, it. So I, I just... turned the game off. <laughs> it's It's a lot. The games are good. Don't get me wrong. They look nice and all that sort of stuff. They're just, just too much. Yeah. It's so much. Rise of the Tomb Raider was perfection. I loved yeah. it. Those smaller really little hubs and you go from hub to hub, collecting a few things in each hub and doing a, uh, an objective in each hub. You might go back because it's very Metroidvania. Oh, loved it. Rise of the Tomb Raider is the best Uncharted game there is. If you want to play the best Uncharted, play Rise of the Tomb Raider. That's the one. it's the best Uncharted. Fair. It's so good. But yes, Rocket League's the best. The Brightest Sun, last question. Hi, folks. Do you think Microsoft did not expect Sony to aggressively oppose AB the ABK acquisition, especially considering that Microsoft openly stated their desire to keep COD on PlayStation in the very beginning when nobody asked for it? 
or maybe the discussions between Microsoft and Sony did not go that well. I think Microsoft fully expected Sony to call the ambulance on them. Um, because like myself, I think Sony knows deep down that Microsoft's going to eventually lock it down. Eventually. They'll use some loophole. They'll do, or they'll just be assholes. And they will, they will lock it down eventually. I still maintain that you don't spend $70 billion for status quo. Fair. I'm, I'm nothing Fair if comment. not consistent. I said it. I said the same about Bethesda. You don't spend $7 billion to keep status quo. Well, then if you don't spend seven to keep status quo, you definitely don't spend 70 to keep status quo. Uh, it's just nonsense. Why would you? Like, it just seemed to me, again, me, I don't run a trillion dollar company, so I don't know. I'm just, my layman brain says you don't spend that kind of money just to keep everything exactly as it is. Exactly. Especially, especially when allegedly all their numbers are down. So it's not like you're getting them at their peak. You're not getting them at their peak. You're getting them on the way down. So the only way you benefit from that purchase is to make it all exclusive to your platform. To me. Happen. Will it happen? Well, Grub went through it. I think on our podcast, Grub went through it. It was they ran the numbers and was it worth keeping ZeniMax multi-platform? Or was it worth bringing it all in to try and push Game Pass? And they made the determination it was worth it bringing it all into to Game Pass. And if they make the same determination with ABK, that's what they'll do. We'll see. Maybe. We'll Maybe find out. We'll find hey, out. did you know that that was the last community question? It was. About two hours. That's not too bad. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm pretty I actually tired. expected it to be a bit faster, but yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we can't... Sometimes you can't be stopped. Um... But hey, it's been fun hanging out with everybody in the chat. We love you lots. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Um, and even 100 likes on this episode. It's a nice round number. I'll take it. Um, we'll be back next week as usual. Um, I will definitely post the podcast earlier than Thursday. Um, I'll do it tomorrow. Um, and I have a very, very meaty uh, update to put out on the book which is overdue but we've just been desperately trying to get these last few bits done but huge strides in terms of progress um got a couple of stragglers <coughs> mvg um still mm. waiting which we will pester um, i've dm'd him yeah he i did get a response from him he says i'm on it i'm on it but <coughs> rand um these people don't rand like hasn't writing. done it yet rand al thor Oh, yeah, he hasn't done it yet, to my knowledge. Really? Unless he's done it in the last day, because I checked yesterday. Um, come on, Rand. Jesus, dude. It's like, it's like six skip your podcast. You, you skip your podcast every second week, and you haven't produ you just produced your first video in months. Surely you've got time to spend five minutes just writing a bit about what Xbox means to you, dude. He's probably like me, come on. a bit of a procrastinator. Or do you um, want me to super chat you to do it? Yeah, well, that's Tommy super, super chat. chatty to do it. Pay, pay the man. Pay the man. Yeah. Anyway, it's been time a is money. Time is money. Time is sleepy time. Sick Mechanico is going to bed. Um, but much love to everybody out there. Thank you for watching. Thank you for support. We'll be back next week, as per usual. Maybe we'll have a guest. Yeah. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm like, quite... can, I, can I just mention on a guest that I'm working on? Yeah, you can. I forgot to tell Jesse. I was telling Jesse before the show, and ah. I forgot. 
Uh, I think they said they're available to come on in September, and that is one of, or hopefully more than one of, the devs of Last Case of Benedict ah, Fox. Yes. Ooh, that's great. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you started you- telling me, and then you stopped, and I got to know. Yeah, I did. I can't remember why I stopped. <laughs> I stopped, and I, I can't remember why. The call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. John, don't tell John anything. No, I think he just got distracted. Um, I have to admit, we need to get Brad Sams on. He's overdue to come on. He, he, he was supposed on. to in May. The problem is we do this show on his Saturday night, which I think he's often often doing something on Saturday night or busy or something like that. So I said, I'm happy to do it a day earlier, which I'm sure you now are more free to do it a day earlier. Um, so I said, let me know on a Friday night. You're free. Jump on. I have not I'll heard him since. A nudge. But I'll pester him. To... I'll pester him some more. Yeah, I'd love to have Brad on. Be good to catch up with the Sams. Um, but yes. Yeah. Anyways, love you lots, everybody. And yep. uh, we'll see you Thanks next time. Thanks, everyone, for stopping by. Adios. Ciao for now.